Hello, hello, this is Alex Burkett, and you are listening to The Long Game Podcast. If you're a discerning or a habitual listener, you may have noticed that we haven't published a podcast episode in the last few weeks. More likely, you have continued living your life unencumbered by the lack of SEO and growth insights delivered to you twice weekly regularly by The Long Game Podcast. Perhaps you've even managed to visit a pumpkin patch or two during this fall season, get some work done, or listen to Blink-182's phenomenal new album one more time. Whichever segment you find yourself in, I wanted to explain why we've paused the podcast, why we have stopped doing it for a minute, and in the spirit of me listening to Blink-182 and watching Ninja Turtles in 2023, do a little retrospective on growing up. So we started the podcast, The Long Game, in December of 2020, and have since done 173 published episodes. 174, counting this one. When we started the podcast, we had no vision, no big idea, no grand, we can repurpose this everywhere, it's going to be part of a system, it was nothing. Basically, we were just in the thick of a global pandemic, and myself, David, and Allie, we missed talking to smart people. We used to do that a lot. We would get coffees, we would get lunches. That's how I learned a lot throughout my career. So what we did is we started doing Zoom calls to catch up with people, uh, to maintain contact, to learn more, to figure out what people are doing, what people are thinking, how people are feeling. And uh, during 2020, uh, after the initial spike of, of, of the pandemic, when that kicked in, you know, we lost clients like everybody else. But after things kind of smoothed out and digital transformation took off and, and the economy kind of started buzzing, <laughs> our, our agency began to pick up some steam, too. So we thought, all right, we're doing these conversations. Why not record these and turn them into content? You know, we can we can publish the podcast. That alone is going to be interesting. We can also, you know, take the transcript, turn that into a blog post. We can we can chip it off into LinkedIn and Twitter posts. And it was a low effort way while we were working full time jobs to have sort of an inbound engine. So since then, with very very little deliberate effort or promotion on our part, the podcast became pretty popular. Um, it's it's in the B two B space, so it's not incredible numbers. It's not Tim Ferriss numbers, but. You know, when I talk to other podcasters, we seem to be doing pretty well just on a pure download basis. And more so qualitatively, I went to a conference recently, for example, and several people came up to me and said they were listeners, regular listeners of the podcast. Particularly, they said they loved the Kitchen Side episodes. And these, these were people in our target market. These were people who, who could potentially work with our agency. So we were reaching the right ears, I realized. Our initial goal with the podcast was to basically replicate... Our, our, sorry, I shouldn't say goal. Our, our initial uh, vision for what the podcast content would be was we wanted to replicate the lobby bar conversations that happened at conferences, uh, the benefit of us in our careers. So basically, the type of conversation where you drop the mask, you drop your shoulders, you loosen your proverbial tie, and you talk about the real shit, uh, the stuff that you don't see on Neil Patel blog posts, the stuff that you know actual people and actual companies are doing and what's working and what's not. And how you're frustrated and, and what you're excited about, like those types of models. And to that end, I think we've largely succeeded. I think that's what people like about the podcast, especially in our Kitchen Side series, where we drop our masks and we say, all right, what do we think about ABM? What do we think about search generative experience? Um, I think we've sometimes experienced that vision in, in our interviews, uh, and that's one area we want to improve on. We want to, we want to capitalize on that on every interview like we have in some of them. So why did we pause the podcast and what's the plan moving forward? Basically, we paused the podcast for two reasons. First, tactically, we, need, we clearly need to, to improve aspects of our podcast, uh, mainly the sound and video quality. 
We also needed to beef up, like I said, our value proposition and make sure that we're constantly driving that value, uh, sort of that inner circle, that lobby bar type of conversation. It almost feels like you're you're listening in on a, se- a secret conversation that nobody's talking about. You know, you get that in Slack groups sometimes, but we want to make sure that we're constantly doing that. Uh, additionally, <laughs> we had to make sure that we're effectively promoting the podcast. Previously and up to this point, we, we basically just published it, uh, maybe posted on LinkedIn. Um, you know, an old boss of mine used to say, uh, um, he's like, it's not even low-hanging fruit. It, it, we don't even have low-hanging fruit. We've literally got watermelons on the ground, and we just got to go pick them up. So we're revamping the podcast production quality uh, and, and, and the promotion plan, which these things needed. We needed a breather to think about how to best do these things. And second, and probably more importantly, our agency has grown up. So I'll give you a little history of where we, where we came from and where we're at now. So back in, uh, I think it was 2018, our first client was Peak Tea. And I still drink Peak Tea almost every day. Great product. But we started the agency as a little side project while we were working on growth full-time at HubSpot. And we just tapped into our network to get clients. It was not accidental. like We, we had intention with the agency, but you know, we didn't have a plan. Uh, we just sort of looked into who, who was hiring. And originally, we thought we would work with DTC brands, um, sort of consumer companies uh, who are heavily reliant on paid ads to drive performance uh, beyond paid ads and into organic search. Uh, for many reasons, probably too boring to get into on this podcast, we pivoted to working with what we say is ambitious B2B brands. So in the past few months, this has been a weird year for everybody, but in the past few months, we've begun working with a handful of Fortune 500 clients. We're driving organic growth programs for Adobe, SAP, Loom, an extremely large social media platform. We're also in the beginning phases of projects with a handful of other public companies and and billion-dollar brands that are too early to talk about. And our portfolio of ambitious B2B startups and scale-ups has continued to grow, too. So purely rationally, this uptick in business, especially larger business, uh, requires a lot of time investment on our parts, as well as hiring and and quality assurance. So we've found ourselves basically on a hamster wheel, hustling every week to get a podcast out the door, typically the day before it was due. And it was incredibly stressful, honestly. Um, The podcast is something that's been really fun for us to do, kitchen side especially, but I love these interviews too. And we hit a point where we had so much other work to do, frankly, very important work, that it was super stressful to even do these conversations. So we found ourselves dreading them. So despite our egos telling us, you can't quit. You got to keep doing public. You got to keep publishing two times a week. We eventually decided let's let up and let's admit that we need to take a little pause, take a little rest to focus on driving value for these incredible brands and also to revamp our podcast strategy. So through the agency's history, we've always tried to conduct what we cheekily call fallacy analysis. This is basically analyzing uh, uh, confirmation bias, different fallacies. Basically, too many businesses get caught up in sunk cost fallacies, right? Where you keep doing what you're doing because you've spent so much time and money on it already that it would feel like a waste if you just quit doing it right now. But actually, that's a fallacy if it's not working for you. Uh, or confirmation bias, right? You, you, you have an idea, you have a previous belief or notion, and you only seek out information that confirms that or supports that, uh, and that could be blinding as well. So we, we constantly, every month, we, we do a fallacy analysis. So for us, the podcast is clearly, clearly valuable, um, right? We've got the qualitative and the quantitative feedback to show that. Uh, if you're listening to this, I, I think you agree. It's, it's pretty good content, just under fucking optimized. <laughs> so in, in the true spirit of introspection and fallacy analysis, we realized that in tandem, it could be a more valuable experience if we paused and rebuilt 
And in the current moment, continuing to grind through these episodes is actually taking our time and attention away from more important business matters that we really needed to tackle. So for what it's worth, on the concept of growing up, as a business, we've actually scrapped more ideas. We've, we've thrown away more ideas than we've stuck with. I'll give you a couple. So back in the day, I hired a LinkedIn ghostwriting agency <laughs> that essentially sprinkled my feed with emojis and hooks and, you know, say this for, say, say, I want this book to get this ebook. <laughs> I got tons and tons of engagement, but it, it didn't work at all. So we quit doing it. Uh, we used to run a series of webinars. Uh, we ran, I think it was monthly, we would do office hours, uh, events, and virtual summits twice a year. And we drove a lot of signups. We drove a lot of registrations. But from a business perspective, it was marginally helpful. Uh, maybe there was some stuff we couldn't track, but from a, a revenue standpoint, it, it was doing fuck all. Um, now, that's not to say that we wouldn't revisit something like that in the future, but for the moment, we stopped it. Um, we've also experimented with several novel, novel services you know, shower ideas, airplane ideas, where we're like, oh, this is definitely going to be the next big thing. And I'd say probably 12, 12% of them, 15% of them actually panned out. The rest we scrapped. But that said, so many of our core principles as we've grown not only remain the same, but have resonated beyond our beliefs with, with the new economic conditions, with AI and technology shifts and other macro forces. So at the start and now, we believed, and we still do, that content and SEO can drive tangible and attributable revenue growth. We still stand by that. We still drive value in that way today, and it, and it resonates more than ever. We believed and still do that cheap tricks and hacks are overrated. Moats are built up by leading with expertise, providing information gain, and in indexing a long-term custom strategy that indexes on your strengths. We believe that evangelists are not strategists. And if someone is dogmatically trying to sell you that their new way is the only way, and your way is outdated and you're getting left in the dustbin of time, then they're almost certainly profiting directly off of that new way. And you should question that. It might be right, but evangelists are not strategists. We believe and still do that SEO works best in tandem with great product strategy as well as complementary acquisition efforts. And without proper messaging and positioning, it's dead on arrival. All of these things work in composite, and even more so in an AI-centric world. We believed and still do that ambitious investment has a super linear payback compared with just dipping your toes in the water or half-assing it, which again speaks to our podcast. I just read the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, book on, on being useful, and he's got this phrase uh, in German, Venshon Denshon, which is basically, if you're going to do it, fucking do it, <laughs> which I really love. We're going to continue questioning our assumptions, but to this point, we, we, we have continued or accelerated our ability to drive ambitious growth programs for our clients through these beliefs. Uh, on the micro level, we're continuing to test, we're continuing to experiment. And for y'all, as a tactical update, we're gonna up, we've, we've already bought and upgraded our equipment. We're working on production and building more interesting formats into our upcoming podcast episodes which should resume in about a month or so. In the meantime, follow us on LinkedIn or go listen to the new Blink-182 album. I think you'll see that all of their roots are still very much intact, still very present. They just grew up a little bit. 